Hello, all my Be In Demand listeners. Today, we are going to be talking about the 10 lies and excuses that we tell ourselves that holds us back. Now, you may be thinking, there's only 10? No, there's probably a lot more than 10, but I'm just going to talk to you about the 10 common ones that I hear from clients. And I've also used some of these excuses myself throughout my entrepreneurial journey. So let's get on to the show. You're listening to Be In Demand, the podcast for honest advice, inspiring stories, and ideas for growing your business by leveraging the expert that you are. I'm your host, Loria Mirabito, business mentor, and I'm also a reformed painfully shy girl, red wine lover, and exercise enthusiast. Join me as I share how being positioned as the expert in your industry even if it's a busy one, will help you stand out and be the one in demand to hire and work with. So welcome back. And this is going to be, this is going to be kind of a little bit of a a raw um, episode myself, because a lot of these excuses and lies that I'm going to be sharing with you, I've used myself and I didn't realize what I was doing. You know, I thought I knew myself well, but in truth, or in hindsight, I should say what was going on was it was just a form of procrastination, a form of keeping myself small, keeping myself hidden. That way I wouldn't be judged. And I hear a lot of this both from my clients and people that I do sales calls with. And, you know, when I'm doing a sales call with someone and I hear one of these excuses come up, you know, as, as a good coach, it's my job to point it out. It's my job to say something, you know, I was doing some, uh, recently some, ideal client interviews. And I was asking the woman some questions and it was just one of those coachable moments. And I just said, well, why aren't you doing this? And why aren't you doing this? Like, are you afraid of being judged? Do you need to be liked? Silence. And she was like, oh my God. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. That's why I don't reach out to these places is because I need to be liked and because I'm afraid that they're going to say no. So I just want to share with you that these 10 excuses that I'm about to share with you, like I have felt them, I have used them and I hear them all the time. And so I want to share them with you because I want you to see them for yourselves. Cause I'm also going to share a little bit more about them. So here's the most common one, or here's, here's, here's one that you probably said, I'm not ready. I'm just not ready. Well, my question for you is when will you know that you are ready? How will you know that you're ready? And usually when you start to answer that question, it's like, oh, um, I'm not sure I'll just know when I'm ready. And again, that's just one of those lies that we tell ourselves that just keeps holding us back. I don't have enough experience, not enough experience. So what do we do? We say, I'm going to go work with some more clients. Um, I'm going to do more pro bono work. I'm going to go get this certification over here. I'm going to go take this program over here. And the not enough experience, again, how will you know that you have enough experience to start offering your services? How will you know that you have enough experience to 
talk to the decision maker and get booked for speaking events. How will you know? I'm shy. Number three is like, I'm shy. I'm an introvert. Me too. Me too. As a matter of fact, I, that's how I introduced myself. I'm a reformed, painfully shy girl who accidentally became a professional speaker. And again, that's a story for another time. But I'm a shy woman also. Deep down inside, that's just what, that's what I would gravitate to. I'm definitely an introvert, but I do have my extrovert moments. I do have my moments where I have literally because I'm reformed, I've literally taught myself, taught my nervous system, trained my nervous system that when I'm at a meeting, an event, I'm more outgoing. I'm going to be that person instead of waiting for somebody to come over and introduce themselves to me, I'm going to be that person that's going to walk up to them and like, hi, how are you? My name is Laurieann. I'm new here. Or you look like you might be new here also. I'm not going to wait. You know, I try to do what I can on my part, even though I am shy. It's okay. Everybody's feeling the same thing. What is most personal is also most general, which means that whatever it is that insecurities you might be feeling, the person next to you probably is feeling it also. I've never spoken before, so no one's going to hire me. I've never spoken before, so who would book me? Well, there are lots of places that are out there that are looking for speakers. You've probably heard me say before that there are 7,500 speaking opportunities every single day. Yes, that's a number that's on average, but 7,500 speaking opportunities every single day And that means there are 7,500 people that are either meeting planners, planners, conference organizers, or people that are in charge of speakers, in charge of finding somebody to come. You would actually make their day if you reached out to them. And by the way, there's no speaker certification. Like a meeting planner is not going to say to you, so do you have your speaking certification that I can see? They're not going to ask you that. So because there isn't one. So you just need to raise your hand, talk to the decision makers and get started. So anyways... Number five, excuse number five, lie number five, I'm not professional looking. I don't like to wear suits. I don't like that that kind of look. That's not me. And I say, fantastic. You don't have to wear a suit in order to be a speaker. As a matter of fact, one of my, um, one of my, one of my clients absolutely refused. She was like, if you tell me that I have to wear a suit, she was like, I'm just going to barf and I'm just not doing this. Um, And I was just like, no, you don't have to wear a suit. As a matter of fact, when I first started speaking in the leadership um, industry, I did wear a suit and I really didn't like it either. I am more of a monochromatic dress person. I don't mind wearing a skirt, but I just don't like that uniform like top and bottom that looks the same, you know, so you're not going to find me in a suit, in a skirt suit, or even a pantsuit. I just, that's just not me. 
So if wearing like a jacket, heels, boots, jeans is more your style and more in alignment with your brand, go for it. That's what I would tell you. That's what I tell my clients. So there is no suit requirement to be a speaker. Number six, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not skinny enough. And so, so maybe you are, maybe you are skinny enough. Maybe you are pretty enough. You know, maybe you're just being hard on yourself because we are all our worst critic. So I say that with love, that, that too many times that's the thing that's holding you back. That's the thing that's holding you back from sharing your expertise and your knowledge with an audience, with other people who really could use your knowledge to get over the problem that they're having in their life because they need to hear your solution and your, what's holding you back. The lie that you're telling yourself is, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not skinny enough, which kind of like leads into number seven, which is the I'm too old or I'm too young, which can also be the I'm not old enough or I'm not young enough. It always seems like it's the opposite. So like wherever you are in, in your life, you know, here I am, I'm at 54, you know, and I'm not young enough. You know, but there was a time where I was in this online space and all I saw were these 20 some odd year old, you know, new coaches. And I was like, but I'm not, I'm not young like them. And you know what? Thank goodness, because the clients who hire me are hiring me because I'm a master coach and you only become a master coach when you've been coaching for a number of years. And I've been coaching for over 20 years. I've been speaking for over 20 years. My clients hire me for my expertise. So people are hiring you for your expertise, you know, whatever age you are. So let's like, just take that age off the table. Because again, I'm going to go back to that question of how will you know that you're old enough? How will you know like, what is the ideal age? And are you just going to sit here and wait till that happens? It just seems to be that these excuses, uh, as a, a lot of these excuses is like a moving target. That if you say like, well, this age is, is old enough, that as soon as you approach that age, it's going to be like, oh, then you're, you're going to push that yardstick. You're going to push that finish line even farther down the road because you are setting yourself up to never reach it. Number eight, my website's not ready or I have nothing to sell if I'm speaking. My website's not ready. Like I don't have a place to direct people. And I just tell people like, so if you use that as an excuse, you'll never get your website ready. You'll never have something to sell because the truth of the matter is you're scared of putting yourself out there. So we use whatever excuse we can at the time. And we, we might be juggling all of these excuses. Number nine, I don't have 10,000 followers yet on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. 
LinkedIn, my Facebook group. I mean, like the list goes on. I don't have 10,000 followers yet. Guess what? I don't have 10,000 followers either, but I'm still out here. I'm still doing my thing. And I have plenty of clients and I have plenty of speaking events. Also, I have things that are booked already into the following year. So you don't need to have 10,000 followers. You don't even have to have 5,000 followers. You just got to get out there and start asking. Remember, there are 7,500 speaking opportunities every single day. And there are people that are looking for you and audiences, ideal audiences that are waiting to hear from you. Number 10, since this is summertime right now, my kids are home from school. It's summertime or it's Christmas break. I'm going on vacation next month. You know, like I'll start later. I'll start in the fall. I'll start when the kids go back to school. Trust me, you will find another excuse come this September when the kids go back to school. You will find another excuse after Christmas break. You will find another excuse when you come back from your vacation. The time to get started is right now. So these are just excuses that just hold us back so that we stay small, so that we don't ever get judged by other people. Maybe you're afraid of a meeting planner not replying to your email, not returning your phone call. Maybe you're afraid of if you did speak, if you did get booked, if you did speak in front of an audience, what would that audience think? Too many times we judge ourselves so harshly, but we're also judging the audience that they're going to say this about me. They're not going to like what I say. I don't have enough experience, you know, so they're going to, they're going to know that I don't have enough experience. And that's not true. None of that is true. And guess what? Every great speaker that you've ever seen out there any speaker that you see out there, myself, Tony Robbins, Gabby Bernstein, you know, Wayne Dwyer, like everybody started with their very first speech. Everybody started with their very first Facebook Live, their first Instagram Live, their first IG story, their first video, their first TikTok everybody starts somewhere. So stop comparing yourself to other people that you don't have this X, Y, Z, but there's so much that you do have. So if any of these excuses or these lies actually sound familiar, again, what's most personal is also most common. These are a bunch of excuses and lies that I've told myself through the years. I hear them all the time. I see them all the time, like in Facebook posts, in Facebook groups. And I'm just here to tell you that your time is now. So when is the best time to start using speaking as your best form of marketing in your business? When is the best time to actually start learning speaking skills? And I'm going to tell you it's right now. So just get started. And I'm going to, and I'm going to even give you a tip on like how to get started. Here's the tip. Grab some paper and pen and make a list of all the different places that you go to, the networking events that you go to, whether that's in person or whether it's virtually. 
write down all the meetings that you attend, the conferences that you attend, the Facebook groups that you're in that bring in and have speakers that do Facebook lives. Just write down this list. And then I want you to reach out to them. Reach out and find out who the decision maker is and just ask them, how do you go about finding and booking speakers? That's all you got to ask. And if you're at a loss as to, I don't even know where to begin, Lorianne, because maybe you don't attend, you know, like a whole lot of meetings or conferences. Let me tell you, there's an association and a professional trade group for everything out there. You know, those little animals, those balloon animals, when you go to the circus or the or the carnival, and there's somebody who's blowing up those long balloons, and then they fold them and twist them, and they turn them into animals. Yes, there's an association for that. So there literally is an association for everything. So all you need to do is find the ideal associations, you know, professional trade groups that your ideal clients are hanging around in. So if you're at a loss and you're not quite sure, I want to encourage you to go grab my directory of places to speak. That is at speakandstandout.com forward slash gift. And that link is down below in the show notes. But the directory of places to speak is a bunch of different places. It's broken up into different industries. And I also have an explanation in the beginning of the guide so that it sort of guides you and teaches you like, here's how to use this guide and also how to use Google too, to help you find places to speak. So if you got great value out of this episode, I would love it if you would share it with others because sharing is caring. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would also deeply appreciate a review, whether whatever platform you are listening to this on, if you would go and give me a five-star review, that would be fabulous because reviews is how other people find this podcast. Reviews is how other people can learn about myself, about this podcast so that they can start using speaking as their best form of marketing as well. And if you want to continue this conversation, I love hearing from my audience. So please feel free to go over to Instagram and you can DM me, or since if you're watching this here on YouTube, feel free to type down below and I will come on by and comment and reply to your comments. So thank you so much for listening and see you next week. So be in demand. Thanks for hanging out with me. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And join me over in my private Facebook group for more tips, community, and free trainings. You'll find the link in the show notes. You can also help this podcast reach more listeners by leaving a review. And as a thank you, each month I pick one of my reviewers to win a free coaching call with me. So if you haven't done so already, please leave a review and you could be the next winner.